0: I began my gospel journey. The interest I had in music started, you know, so many things that were partial in my life faded as soon as I got to know Jesus. So, one lesson that I've got to know is through a Bible scripture that whatever is partial in my life would be faded or will go away when what is perfect comes. I see the
1: walls before me, I feel the cages forming, seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head up. See The world before me, I know what changes is coming. I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head off. We break into every day, we break into. Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. Welcome to the Barberka's Corner podcast where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Dunker. This is a special edition. It's the Barrier Breaker of the Month edition. And this is the first time it's been done on a podcast because normally what I'll do is call my Barrier Breaker of the Month on my phone or WhatsApp and then interview them there, record and then type it out and then post on my blog. But since we have a podcast, things have become much easier. I'll definitely support on the blog, but I'll write out some things that are like really essential during the interview that was um, important and then put it out there. But you also have the opportunity to listen to it over the podcast because I feel like Sometimes the writings can be long. (laughs) So on the blog, I just put like really important points down there so people can read, you know, people that just want to just grab, you know, the most important or people that feel more comfortable reading. But I am so excited that this person... Is the Barrier Breaker of the month of November 2020 because it kind of all started with, I mean, not him, but like with a group of people, the youth of promise. Like, if you've listened to my first episode, I talked about how we started with a camp in the Gambia and our youth came together and we sat down and planned. I mean, definitely prayed, definitely worshiped preached. But we also talked about plans for the future. What's your five-year plan? What you want to become? There were papers just sent out there with questions and everyone just put what they wanted to do. And some people came out to talk about what their plan was. And I am so proud of this person. I just had to use him to be, used. sound like a bad word, but I am so grateful and proud of you. Like, I mean, looking at how far you've come, you know, from the first time. So, The barrier breaker of the month of November 2020 is... Ebenezer Brown also known as Ben Brown well that's the name he goes by now because it's like everyone calls me Ben even his mom I'm like yo so Ebenezer do you want to introduce yourself
0: first of all thank you so much for having me I am really 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 honored to be here let me tell you a little bit about myself my name is Ebenezer Brown as you rightly said also known as Ben Brown actually that name has overtaken my main name I'm a Nigerian Nigerian currently resided in the Gambia a law student in the university, I'm actually in my third year now, I aspire to become someone who'd stand in the line for those who do not have a voice for themselves and I also aspire to stand against whosoever seeks to pervert justice or one's fundamental right. As you mentioned also, I am a gospel artist known as Ben Brown, which is my stage name. I am part of a music group called Stand Up Music, um, a group formed by a fellow Gambian gospel artist by the name of Cedric, which intend To be a gospel record label here in the Gambia in the long term.
1: That's really good. You sound so diplomatic, like I'm a law student in my third year. That's really good. And all these things that you're doing and it's really amazing. I am so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like I said earlier, one of the reasons why I brought Ebenezer is because when we started Barribeckers Camp in, was it 2014 or 2015, we had our first camp?
0: I think it was 2015.
1: 2015, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and this is five years ago. I mean, a lot of youths were there where we talked about different things like i would said earlier. And and Ebenezer was one of the people that came out to talk about what they want to be in the future. And I remember him talking about music and law and to see what he's doing now, it just shows you that once you have a plan, once you have a focus, you can be whoever you want to be. You can go so many places. You can go as high as you want. This is five years ago we're talking about. And five years ago, you were still in high school, right?
0: Yeah, I was. I was in high school.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said in my first episode, I didn't even think of podcasts five years ago. I just thought about Barrier Breaker's Corner and Barrier Breaker's Camp. That was how it used to be or Barrier Breaker's. That's how I used to call it. But now it's like Barrier Corner. But seeing who you have become right now, like I have so much hope, not just for you, but for the other youth that were there as well. I mean, I've seen a lot of them and they would definitely be coming on the podcast because like it started with you guys. And that's why I'm so forever grateful for Wife for Peace, Youth for Promise.
0: We should also be grateful to you because you started that come. So in a way, we should be grateful to you too.
1: Nah, thank you so much. I mean, I received that. Thank you guys so much. You know, I just... Thank you guys because you guys gave me the opportunity to be me and be able to lead you guys. And not everyone, I know sometimes I could be hard (laughs) and I'm like, everybody's just like this (laughs) Joyce. But I feel like you guys understand why I was being pushy and just pushing you guys because there's so much out there and people are just sitting down, relaxed and not wanting to do things. And like, there's so many opportunities out there. Don't just sit, don't just relax. Get up, break barriers. It's not easy. I know it's not been easy for you, but just get up and go out and do something. So my first question will be, what made you stay the course? because you had this idea I mean I'm sure before even the camp you had that idea because it's not just when I came and asked what you guys want to be in the next five years when you fill that form it was more about you must have had that idea it didn't just come up to you I don't know maybe I may be wrong is it that it just came up to you that day or you had that idea of what you wanted to become in the future
0: okay so let, let me start from the genesis I can remember sometime in I think 2009 or 2008 a friend of my sister's came over to the house and he was was rapping while my sister was singing and they were making music. He was also playing the keyboard. And I liked that. And I was always interrupting them, saying actually nothing, like just rubbish. I was just interrupting them, making noise. And my sister was spanking me. Even he's like, get out, you're disturbing me. And I really liked what he was doing. He was rapping. I was like, oh, I really want to do this one day because I feel what he's saying. I can relate to the things he's saying. I just like what he's doing. So then I always tried practicing on my own how to rap. And from the beginning, I was always whack. But you know how friends are. They will support you even though <laughs> you're not that good. So I always, through him, I wanted to start music. And another reason why I wanted to start music is because back then, I think I didn't really connect with the gospel music then. Because some of the things you'd be hearing, yes, it's gospel music. Like it's mostly just worship. You know how we, the Nigerians or like Africans or the youth or young people, we like songs that would be hit. And we'll yeah. be dancing. So there wasn't really orchestration. I didn't discover anybody like that back then. So nothing really moved me to listen to gospel music. So most of the time people would come to me, hey, stop listening to secular music. But there's nothing interesting. Like there's nothing of my taste in gospel music. So every time I found myself moving back to secular music to get what I was missing. But through the grace of God, time is changing. There's been progress. We can now see different types of artists bring it in, what we call contemporary gospel music or contemporary artists that are bringing this type of sound into the gospel scene. So I can say that Benny, I don't think you know him, Benny Azangiza, through his rapping with my sister. Oh, I know him. Oh, you know him? Okay. And through that, through the fact that I couldn't really find my type of sound in the gospel industry then. I can see that those are what motivated me to enter music.
1: That's very good. That's very
0: good. What of Lore? Law started from something I personally saw with my friend. Back when I was in high school, like entering high school, I always see her crying in the class and I'll ask her, yo, what happened? Because everybody neglected her. Mm. They saw this weird person and they're like, okay, let me just talk to her. Yo, what happened? She she was like her uncle harasses her, molests her, abuses her. And, you know, before coming to school, he'd take her lunch money that her auntie would give her and all that. And then she actually confided in me because, you know, when I was young, my mom would ask me, What do you want to be? I'm like, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a policeman. No, I want to be a painter. No, once I even said, I want to be a taxi driver. Well, obviously, no. Then when she told me that, it really touched me. And I was like, and I wished I could do something. Like, what can I do for this girl? And me being in a freshman in junior school, actually, I couldn't do anything. So from that catalyst towards me deciding, you know what? I want people to be treated right. I want to be a voice for people who do not have a voice. Everybody deserves what is right and just. Nobody deserves to be treated. Nobody deserves to be blamed for being raped. It's really crazy to hear women being blamed for being raped, like you have to wear this, you shouldn't wear that. Like it's not their fault. You know, so I want to be that type of person that will stand in the gap for people who don't have a voice or people who are being abused or harassed or assaulted. Nobody deserves to be treated badly in life.
1: I want to just clap for you. (laughs) I applaud you for that and thinking that way because, I mean, no one deserves to be treated that way. And women dressing however, you know, doesn't make you have to rape them because some people, whether they dress long or short or cover their whole body. Men, those kind of men will always want to rape them. So it's not even about the dress codes. I don't know why people still think that it's because of the way a woman is dressed. But I applaud you for that and wanting to be a voice for people. And I mean, being a lawyer is one of it and having these kind of conversations as well on YouTube, Instagram, on the podcast It's all part of Being a voice for people Because I think Right now The way the world is Right now We young folks Are like We are tired Of keeping quiet We are tired Enough is enough There is no way You know People We are going to Cover up anymore We can't just Sit down there And just be covering up Because oh We want to cover up For our family we want to cover up For this yeah, We need to start Speaking right. out Because people Are doing stuff Behind the scenes And they are just Hiding things We need to speak I mean enough is enough I'm glad for What's going on right now With our young folks In Nigeria standing up, you know, for the rights of, for their their future, right? You know, because it's like, I was watching this other video from this guy and and I I know we are digressing right now, but it's so important. Like this guy was like, my parents suffered and now I'm suffering the same thing that they suffered. And then my child has to suffer. No, 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 no. I don't want to see my children suffer the way my parents suffered or the way I suffered. I want to see them in a better place. And that's why I'm standing out here in the streets fighting for justice because it's not right. You can't just stop me because of the way I'm dressed or because I have an iPhone or something like that. Like, come on. So right now, enough is enough. We need to speak out. And I applaud you for that. So coming up with your song, I need to play it. He has this new song on Audio Mac and on YouTube. It's titled XO, right? Yes, XO. Why XO?
0: Okay, so a lot of people were asking me Why did I title my song EXO? When I first released the flyer Like the pastors and some people I know Are like, I thought you said your vintage gospel music Are you not releasing a song for a woman or what? And I was like, no Because you know, usually people would expect normal titles Like Jesus is King, Yahweh, Almighty Rainmaker Or something like that, you know <laughs> So people will be expecting this type of titles, but I wanted to bring up a title that people would not know what I would talk about. So this is how I came about XR. So I was actually in my room and I was writing a letter. Like usually I just write, when I'm bored, I just write letters. And then when I'm trying to write a song, I would write it in letter form to God. And I was like, okay. So I wrote the song down in a letter form. And, you know, usually at the end of a letter, hard people put PS, I love you or XO, 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 take care. So that was the idea of XO as in the song being a letter form. Mm-hmm. me talking to God about the way he personally makes me whole. And at the end of the letter, telling him XO, XO, hugs, kisses, hugs, kisses. I love you.
1: Oh, so that's what it means. The XO, XO, I love you. I mean, I just want to say that, <laughs> come on, people should stop putting a limit to what gospel music can be about. We need to enter places that people would never Enter, you know, where like people would not listen. Like I'm hearing some gospel music that have been played in in the clubs nowadays, and some people don't even know it's gospel. But at some point in your life, when you're going through stuff, when you, those are some of the songs the Holy Spirit can use to minister, even to an unsaved person. So I don't think we should limit ourselves when it comes to gospel music. And I hate when people. Are like oh why are you listening to secular music da, 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 da.
0: exactly just like yesterday there was a program there was an exhibition happening at Yosh Center it's mm-hmm. a center of arts in The Gambia so a photographer was exhibiting his art mm-hmm. and then my friends went I couldn't go because I was pretty occupied with something and they were like yo they were calling me hey somebody is playing your song here we're surrounded by Muslims I was like really don't call them Muslims you know like yo 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 yeah guy you have blown or guy you have blown oh <laughs> I was like really Who's playing it They're like we don't know We don't know I was like okay All the glory to God I pray the song touches somebody Or ministers to somebody's heart Over there I was like okay okay I was
1: like, that's really good. The thing is, I don't want people to come for me here. Like, <laughs> I listen to secular music too. I just choose which one to listen to because there are some songs, that the words are really horrible. Like, I mean, bad. And I don't want to listen to that because of the kind of spirit that I have. I don't want to be on the streets or <laughs> singing some kind of weird songs. Or fat, because some of these songs carry words that have you ever listened to a song where you are like you just sit down and for for some reason the song just comes to you you have not thought about it you're not even doing anything about it but the song just came to your mind and it's like why am I singing this song why is this song coming up and it's a song that you're not even supposed to like be listening to or something because the words are really bad and I don't want that. I mean, I have the songs that I listen to. I love their secular songs that I would love to listen to. You know, people are acting as if when they go home, they don't listen to secular music. They go for parties and weddings and things and they are playing secular music. So, why are they saying that? Don't why are you listening to secular music? When you go for parties, what are they dancing to? When you go for even Christian parties, what are they even dancing to? So, oh, they should Christian stop wedding. saying, like, don't be hypocrites. You know, why are you saying don't listen to secular music? Meanwhile, When you have a party in your house, it's secular music you're going to be playing. You know, I just choose the secular music that I listen to. But and some of them are really edifying. You know, they are really, really good. Sometimes when I'm down there, some of these songs kind of lift me up when you're in some kind of love mood, you just want to play some love music. Come on, like, (laughs) like really, you know, when you're in some other kind of um, moods, you just listen to some songs that will really lift you up or make you feel okay. Not the one, I don't, I mean, there are some that are really, really vulgar and really bad. I don't want to listen to those ones. But let's stop being hypocrites about, oh, I don't listen to this song. Why I listen to secular? Like, come on. And you bringing this song and having the opportunity to be played somewhere else, it's really, really good. I mean, gospel songs can be played anywhere. It's just the tempo. You know, that's why we need songs that will reach different places, not just for church or just in the house. It has to reach everywhere. You know, the Bible says, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And if you are preaching the gospel through music, why not? Come on.
0: That's one reason why I also decided to enter music, because music could also be a way of evangelizing to people. You know, it's not only have to like go to somebody, talk to them. You could also use your music and evangelize to someone. Like your lyrics could entail a whole lot that will really talk to somebody.
1: Yeah, That is so true. That is really, really true. So, what are the challenges you faced with your music?
0: Uh, Okay. So I believe my main challenge was actually myself. When I began, I lacked confidence. I really, really lacked confidence to start. I was also asking myself, would people listen to me? Would I be good enough? I like music, but how would would people's reaction be to what I release? And I guess I was my own barrier in accomplishing things that I set out. And also, it took me a while to really find God because at the same time, as I wanted to start music, I wasn't really thinking into the gospel lane initially because that really didn't interest me. There was no interest in making gospel music. I also started losing interest in almost everything I did. After some time, I really wasn't confident enough that I would be able to start my gospel journey after I decided to stop circular music. That's a challenge I faced, not being confident that I'll be able to start my gospel journey after I stopped. Because, you know, before, prior to gospel music, I was actually making circular music. And then I stopped making circular music because I wasn't really feeling myself. I felt like this is not who I am. I would make music, but it didn't mean anything to me. Like I was still empty, so I didn't feel anything once I decided to stop uh, making circular music, the devil really had it for me to switch over. So as soon as I made up my mind to be a gospel artist, that's when the devil <laughs> sent all sorts of agents to tell me like they're interested in me. I'm like, where were y'all when I was beginning? <laughs> so like every little gospel event, I do like a little performance. Somebody will be there or some kind of promoter, circular promoter, some person for a big event who like, I liked what you did. You know how to perform your stage presence. Your crowd reaction You know how to control the crowd And then You know all those Little little enticing offers To make me go back To the circular world Or making circular music Because also As they are enticing Like And in the Gambia gospel scene Like gospel artists Really find it To make something Like they really find it To make enough them, say money from what they are doing. Like, they're not really earning. Like, you know how American artists or like they actually earn good from the craft. In as much as I am doing something for God, that doesn't mean I should starve while I'm doing it. You get artists in Gambia are really struggling because the gospel industry here is at its crawling feet, at its crawling steps. Like we're struggling, but with the grace of God, we'll get there. So, I believe one of my challenges in this music journey of mine was transitioning from circular music to gospel music. But I thank God that He helped me and then He showed me the way, the path, and I can say, Well, we're here.
1: That's good. That's very, very good. Actually, I wanted to say something about your confidence because knowing you from when you were young, I saw you as a quiet person. It's only grace that is loud in your house. (laughs) I didn't see you as a loud person. And El is kind of reserved. El is more introvert, though he can talk as well, but he's more introvert. I'm sure he's going to come for me when he listens to this. (laughs) I didn't see you as someone that was like, I'm an extrovert. I saw you more of an introvert. So you coming out right now and doing what you do right now and, you know, talking about stage presence, I'm like, yo... You have really grown. And, you know, anyway, I guess even I was in that same thing. I mean, that same stage as well, where I was really more introvert and extrovert. But I feel like, you know, whatever God wants to use you for, you're going to get out of that shell and be who he wants you to be. So finding that confidence was, it's really, really good. I'm glad that you're able to come up and do that. And it doesn't mean that if you're shy or reserved, God cannot use you. God can use you even if you are really quiet even if you are introvert it's just that Ebenezer was able to come out and just be you know a great performer and be who you are right now I'm so super proud of you about that so let me play the song this is his official I mean he has done some songs before but this is his first official song so let's listen
2: It's so evident You keep me shining like a star I slip from and falling, and I feel like a rebel in. But you still show me who you are And I ain't gonna doubt, you too amazing Your glory emanating from afar And I could be way out of my element But think of it, you see the beauty in the scars, man I'm guessing You're the only one that I like, can pass With your power If it ain't you, then I ain't tapping I'm humble, They few shots and then you counted You've done so much that I can't even fathom, And now I get the hang of it Undeniable, your ways are too immaculate You and I friends, my friends with your benefits You and I mess, then I'm in the state of blessing, Whoa, I'm related to the most high Father, child, love, you hold it down like the whole time Never fucking love, is pleasure, yeah, in my whole life Sacrifice the lamb, Lord Jesus, you ate the whole Christ, Whoa, And I don't want to know And anywhere you're going, I will surely go And anywhere I go, I will surely float, y'all We finna let the whole world know, yeah, what we say now? You make me old XO you make me old yeah. X oh you make me oh you make me oh XO you make me old yeah
1: This is really really good if you want to listen to the rest of the song go on YouTube and follow Ben Brown, subscribe and get more from him. The title of the song is XO on YouTube. Yeah, Ben Brown XO. And that's his official lyric video. It's really, really good. I really love the song. XO, oh, you, you make me whole. Bye bye, you make me whole. Okay, never know if you continue. <laughs> My <laughs> voice is going off. <laughs> but that is really, really good. That is a really, really good song. So let's talk about the lore. When are you graduating from law school?
0: I'd be graduating in 2022, God willing. It actually depends on me. If it's not 2022, then
1: 2023. Why it depends on you?
0: Because actually, I'd say that I'm one of the most lazy lawyers or lawyers to be that Jesus. I know. <laughs> the system in Gambia is in a way, because you know, with the whole coronavirus, so it's really affecting oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's okay. really affecting
0: classes and all that, so that might actually extend the time that I mean in, in school.
1: Okay, that's I mean that's understandable. That's really good. And how is it going for you? Are you enjoying it?
0: You know how everybody says like everybody tries to scare you when once you you say you want to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you have to read so much. Do you know how much you have to put in your brain? Lawyers are liars. Lawyers don't tell the truth. And I'm like yo, like I'm actually scared before I entered law school because I was like okay, I really don't like cramming so much. Rather what I do is I understand what I'm supposed to do and I apply the principle to everything. So. I can remember some time ago also as a guy from Teens Ghana, it's a fellowship for teenagers. He told me, like he prophesied to me at their camp. He was like, you're somebody that doesn't need to read too much. God has instilled knowledge into you. But that does not mean you should not read book or read a book. <laughs> but God has put placed knowledge and wisdom in you. And I can really see that being into fruit right now, because I could say that I'm one of the people I'm actually not proud to say. If, if you're listening to this and you're aspiring to be a lawyer, please read. Well, I'm one of the people that really doesn't read. And but I could say that like when it comes to exams or a test, like everything is in my head. And I'm like, wow, thank you, God,
1: because only you could do that. You are one of those people that reads the day before the exam and then they still pass and we have to be reading like months before (laughs) months (laughs) before and then before we even get the information or understand what we're reading so (laughs) if you are friends with Ben just make sure if you know that you don't have that capacity to read like that just make sure that you are reading because they are the kind of people that will go outside party 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 (laughs) and then the next day they will read for the exam and then you wonder. I was with this guy at a party before the exam how come he has an A and I have a D like That's right. <laughs> don't follow these kinds of people <laughs> they are special breed I don't know why oh special God. breed <laughs> Please. And I just want to say this as well. We need to normalize this thing where when somebody says they want to do something, don't say negative things about it. Like people need to stop that. Why would someone tell you, this is who I want to become or this is what I want to be. and You, you kind of discourage them. I don't even understand. People need to just normalize encouraging people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was listening to this preaching, this preacher guy, I think Daniel Darius, and he was saying that his father instilled in him a lot that there was a time when he was talking to his a family member, saying, that he was going to go. He wanted to go to Morehouse. I don't know. I forgot in which state he said it was in. And the family member said that, oh, that's cool. It's expensive. or It's hard to go into. You're never going to be able to make it. And the father told the family member straight up, like, don't tell my son what he cannot do. And I feel like that is important parents need to be able to tell people when their child comes to them and say this auntie said or this uncle said I cannot do this call up that person and tell that person please next time don't tell my child what he or she cannot do because you put negative things in people's minds and especially young people when when you receive these kind of things it's like sometimes your mind just goes blank you get into depression mode because you're like oh my god so what am I going to do I'm confused why don't you encourage that person and or even look at that person's traits and be like hey I think this might be a good feel but I'm not saying don't do this but maybe I feel like this is where you are geared towards but pray about it or think about it you know look at the, what the person likes to do don't come and discourage somebody and say you can't do that you cannot do this like no this' it's just not right we need to normalize encouraging young people to be or do whatever they want yes the guidance is important but don't discourage them and tell them you cannot do this oh you have to read a lot you have to read a lot in every area in everything whether it's law accounting business being an artist there's so many things that you need to get yourself involved in it's just not right
0: that's why i really appreciate the kind of mom i have because she's really supportive of all her children like whatever you're passionate about go and do it when i was starting gospel music because my mom never knew i was doing secular music nigerian mother (laughs) you're doing secular music
1: like i'll bind and cast you (laughs) what is that
0: (laughs) when I was starting secular music I I spoke to her because I didn't know how she received the fact that I'm going to law school and then I want to do music I don't know whether she'd accept that because you know African parents or should I say Nigerian parents to be specific would not really fancy that oh focus on your studies my boy focus on your studies she actually received it well and then I remember I performed it once like my friends actually surprised me they just started playing the song and I performed it during the youth Sunday and they didn't even inform me so I performed it and then my mom called me hey People will say your song is nice So you should release another one You should release another one That's really encouraging You know So I really appreciate it also
1: That's really really good (laughs) That's what I was saying I think on one of my podcasts I was saying that I think when the parents see How serious you are In what you're doing They get so encouraged And they're like You know what Do more But if you sit down there And say I want to do music But you're not doing anything about it they're going to look at you like, what's wrong with you? You know, if you keep saying, I'm going to do music, I'm going to do music and not do anything about it. They're like, they're going to tell you no straight up. But when they see that you are doing what you say you're going to do and you are following your passion, they will definitely back you up. They will definitely be there for you, you know, especially when money starts pouring in. you think they're going to ask you? You might <laughs> uh, not even yeah, about law cool. again.
2: <laughs> my, son, oh, <laughs> like, ah. my son did
0: that. My son did that.
1: <laughs> exactly. So what lessons have you learned
0: in life i guess the main thing i've learned in life would come from a bible scripture which is uh, first corinthians 13 10 which says when what perfect comes what is partial would disappear so Basically, what was perfect to me was knowing Jesus Christ, actually knowing him and accepting him. Once I got to know him, everything disappeared. Everything that was supposed to be partial in my life actually disappeared. My lack of confidence faded. I'm much more confident. Like people who know me now, they are like, guy, pipe down a little bit. Like I took it upon myself to complete any task given to me because people have been saying, oh, you have this leadership quality. With my lack of self-confidence, then I was like, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. But now I take upon myself to complete any task that's given to me. I began my gospel journey. The interest I had in music started, you know, so many things that were partial in my life faded as soon as I got to know Jesus. So one lesson that I've got to know is through a Bible scripture that whatever is partial in my life would be faded or will go away when what is perfect comes.
1: That is so good. Whatever is partial in your life will fade away once you are uh, in Christ, you know, wow. That is very, very good. Let me know if you say, I was going to say what encouragement, that, but that's very encouraging, you know, to someone that, you know, when you feel like all hope is gone, even that's really encouraging to me because it's like, I'm here trying to push through life and things like that. And it's like just continuing Christ and heal everything that is special because sometimes we put God in a box and we are like, God can do this and God cannot do that, you know. And so you just sit down then and, and depend on your own self. But the Bible says it's not by power, it's not by mind, but by the spirit of the living God. So whatever you've got to do, just do it, you know, and just depend on God and allow him to groom you, allow him to prune you, allow him to make you who he created you to be. And in that all, anything that is partial will fade away. That was very, very good. I love that. What advice can you give to someone who thinks life is hard, I can't move on, I can't break any barriers, everybody's doing something out there, I don't want to do what everybody is doing, or my parents cannot allow me to do this, or I can't, they just, you know, like you said earlier, you were your own barrier, you know, and I'm glad that you actually said that because sometimes people will be blaming others, playing the blame game, blaming others for all their failures, meanwhile, it's their own fault. So what advice can you give to someone?
0: First, we all have to accept that in life, there'll be some point that things will become hard. Life is not meant to be a stream row. Even the people you see that may be rich at points, they become confused or messed up or worried. How will I sustain my riches? How will I sustain this? Oh, I'm becoming bankrupt. How will I lift myself up? So everybody has their own phases that they go through. One person's circumstance would be different from another person's circumstance, but everybody goes through hardship in life. What one person is going through is different from what another person is experiencing or going through. But the one thing I can advise anyone who thinks that life is hard or someone who's going through something difficult or some difficult situation would be basically to trust in God. Adversity or trials is what everybody in this life will go through. It's actually a matter of when and not if you'd go through hardship or trials. So my advice would be to persevere, keep trusting God, seek his face, and never give up on your faith. Don't underestimate the power of prayer also. Don't give up on any goal you're finding it hard to meet, and don't give up on life because of any situation. Basically, because God has your back. So many odds may be against you, but the main thing that is important is that God is with you. Whatever you're going through is now is just a face. So don't give up or lose your faith in God. Sometimes you see that you will never get a diamond if pressure is not applied to form the giant, the diamond. So God basically can turn any situation that you're going into and he will make that situation the building block in your life to build your faith and to build you up and make you grow and break any barrier. If you look at Job in the Bible, his story, I could say that Job is one of the men in this life that have suffered, like that guy suffered. He really, really suffered and he went through hardship. He went from his high to low. But the thing that we should take from that story is that we should never give up on God, despite all that happened to him. And what kept Job from giving up on God, giving up in life is that he remembered God's faithfulness, his promises, and hope for a better tomorrow. You know, the present circumstance that you find yourself in will only make you stronger for the future. I remember in high school when I was doing Christian religious studies in high school, because that was the subject, my teacher then gave an example using bacteria she said that um, when bacteria would represent trials and hardship and once it enters a human being obviously you would feel fine but then when it enters a human being it will make them feel sick or feel like giving up on life you obviously would trust medicine to make you feel better and she said let that medicine be Jesus Christ and watch how stronger you'd get watch how your body will accept use Jesus as the form of medicine she always said and she said that once your body overcomes that situation the pathogen or whatever it is you're going through should that pathogen return in the future you'd be stronger than it you'd surely be immune to it and you know how to defeat it with ease so my advice is trust in God and you can do all things and you can go through anything with Christ who strengthens you
1: this is so good I like the fact that okay first of all trust in God and I I like the part that you said if you don't go through pressure you're not going to be a diamond and this is so good because I wrote about something like this on my blog um becoming pearl and how God has just put so much pressure on me. I mean, God allowed so much pressure to happen to me, for me. And it was hard, like, especially moving from Gambia to US. Um, it was, I should say, the first couple of years, like three years or so <laughs> were so hard. I mean, even now, I feel like when I first came, I was like under the water right now. It's just like my head out, out of the water. And, and I'm just doing things by faith, you know, by and working. I mean, the jobs that I've had is just God opening doors for me. But. Like there's so much that I went through and it's like, oh, how, why me? I found it so hard. I'm like becoming a pearl. When they're making pearls are made out of oyster, oyster shell, let me not get it wrong. They, say, they call it a nacre or a nacre that rubs on the oyster, that makes the oyster itch. And it now makes that thing turn, that nacre is what turns into a pearl. I may, I may be getting this wrong, but there's something that it turns that oyster into a shell. Let me see how... It's described here on the net. Let me not make it get it wrong. It says natural pearls form when an irritant, usually a parasite and not the proverbial grain of sand, works its way into an oyster, mussel, or clam. As a defense mechanism, a fluid is used to coat the irritant. Layer upon layer of this coating called nacre is deposited until a lustrous pearl is formed. So they go through that pressure. The thing is itching them you know, until it becomes a pearl. Like that is so exactly. much. I imagine um, getting itchy throughout your lifespan just to become a pearl, you know, even making of gold, it goes through fire to become the gold. And that's, I mean, having Christ or accepting Christ in your life doesn't mean that you're not going to have any problems or issues. God will give you peace of mind, but you're going to go through this because you're growing, you're becoming a better person. And just like a child learning how to walk. When they start, they fall down a lot. You're going to fall a lot of times. And the Bible says a righteous man falls seven times and rises up. So when in time we fail, failure is not the end. Rise up again and keep moving. Failure is not the end. Stand up and keep moving. Just like when you were a little child and you wanted to walk, you fell a lot of times, but you stood up again and you kept walking until you're able to stand and walk on your two feet. So trust in God, keep pushing. And you break that barrier. Thank you so much, Ebenezer, for this time that you've taken out. This brings it to the end of this podcast and interview. And thank you for being our Barriere of the month of November 2020 i'm so yeah, happy and honest. proud thank of you. you the words like, i mean the things that you have been saying right now I'm like is this a beniza like <laughs> <laughs> because you are so quiet i mean for me i mean i haven't seen you guys for the last four years but i felt like you're so quiet and reserved i guess in your group of friends you were maybe louder <laughs> but you know having exactly. that confidence now and being able to do what you do right now i'm super proud of you you know i am super proud of you thank you
0: oh thank you so much
1: Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a 5-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions Suggestions and compliments to the BB corner Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in the West Africa.